For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. Hi, how are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Isaac Bruce and Doc Holiday. I am Doc Holiday. Isaac, what's up, man? You ain't in Florida, bro. Where you at? What's up, man? First of all, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing well, Doc, man. Uh, excited about another show. Uh, all is well, family's good. And man, I'm currently on the West Coast in Los Angeles, Manhattan Beach. You know, I don't know if a, a lot of our listeners have heard recently, but there's some some property, some some Bruce Air property that is actually <laughs> in Manhattan Beach. So not only am, am I here for the Rams mini camp practice, but I'm also here scouting out the land, man. And I'm coming back with a good report. Trust me. That's what I'm talking about. I know you're there for the Rams practice, but hold on. Let's yeah, this this Bruce property, man. I, you did tell me about that, so uh, you yeah. know, make sure you you see who who exactly who are the parties involved. So. Yeah. You know, you can come back there and claim some of that that big real estate, man. That's big money real estate. Hey, you know that oceanfront, man. It's always it's always profitable. So, you know, my ancestors probably went through a lot to get that land and just to have it taken from them. You know, we uh, we uh, really not really celebrated, but we starting to acknowledge uh, uh, Black Wall Street in Tulsa. You know that that happened in, in quite a few places in America. Manhattan Beach is also one of them. So. I'm, I'm here to see the land and uh, get a feel of it, take my shoes off and walk the land. And every place the sole of my feet, man, hit, he's giving it to me. So I'm here to take it, Doc. Like Joshua and them. Hey, check this out real quick. <laughs> hey, yeah, for real. Hey, like Joshua and them, our ancestors. Hey, check this out, though. Real quickly, before we get into the Rams and why you out there, yep. man, because it's a big day. Uh, give them a quick overview of what you're talking about with the land, because I know what you're talking about, but a lot of people don't know what they're talking about with the Bruce's. Manhattan right. Beach, California. Get a people, get get a people the backstory, man. Well, backstory is that you know there there's a huge uh, piece of property, uh, resort style property in Southern California in Manhattan Beach that was owned by ancestors of mine. You know, my last name being being Bruce. You know, the 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 name that was you know given to my ancestors here, um, and it was really just taken. I mean, it was taken from uh, these people. These people have, happens to be my relatives and, and uh, it was uh, illegally taken, Doc. And, and there's been years where a lot of money, big resorts have been built on this property and the profits from that land have not gone to my ancestors, but to the people that, you know, came in and illegally t and took this land from my ancestors. So 
it's right here in Manhattan Beach, one of the prime real estates of Southern California. And, and we all know the value of real estate uh, all over America, but specifically here in Southern California, man, it's, it's very valuable. And, and here recently, you know, through the courts, um, it's been stated that the land is starting to come back into the hands of my ancestors. And I'm expecting my peace, Doc. So <laughs> here I, I'm, I'm here not for, for two reasons, for that reason and, and and you know the cheer on my rims as far as practice is concerned. Now I'm, I'm laughing, man, but you know what? It's almost like like when we make it to professional sports and we have we have relatives pop up out of nowhere. They might say that yeah. to you. They're like, "Hold on, Isaac Bruce, I don't know, I don't know you, man." But you like, you "Oh, this <laughs> is my people too, huh?" Uh, absolutely, I'm sure. You, hey, I'm sure when I was on the field, I was being claimed by a lot of people that I probably didn't meet, and you know, it's it's the same way. I'm, I'm going to start claiming. And uh, these people as relatives. And, you know, my, my thing is this. I always look at the forehead, the eyes, the eye yeah. sockets. If there's sunken in, I say, yeah, he, he's got the bruised head. That's my cousin right there, man. So I'm all I'm all on it. Well, that's right. Because you all definitely do look alike. But, hey, man, I'm glad to see you out there. But first of all, hey, now, man, we out there. Our Rams, man, wrapping up mandatory organized team activities this week, man. It's a big day because they got you out there, man, at, at 30,000 fans are expected at SoFi Stadium to watch the Rams practice, man. Just, you know, tell everybody why you out there. How did they get in touch with you to bring you out there, man? Because and we know you're you 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 a Rams legend. Yeah, you know, it's, it's through the Alumni Association, man. I think we have an Alumni Association that's starting to grow. And before long, we'll match that association of, you know, what, what the Washington football team has and the Miami Dolphins has. I think they have great alumni associations. So, we're doing better from that standpoint. And, and Doc, this is the culmination of, of, of the Rams' mandatory minicamp. I mean, it's something that's done every year. I think this will be the largest crowd that's ever been in SoFi Stadium to this point. So it's an exciting uh, day, exciting week for the Rams and its fans. And, and they get an opportunity to christen the new stadium. So um, they want to bring out, you know, what's called at times Ram royalty to uh, be a part of that and just have that opportunity, you know, to speak to some of the sponsors, to speak to some of the fans uh, you got the Super Bowl committee that's going to be on ground today. So this is where the Super Bowl will be held. And, we, you know, we just want to start getting the ball rolling. And not only that, Doc, we have a really great opportunity and a chance to have or to be represented in this Super Bowl by the Los Angeles Rams this year, man. You talk about one of the uh, the teams in the NFC that can challenge the supremacy of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is the Los Angeles Rams, man. And that has nothing to do with being a homer, but everything to do with being a homer, uh, considering what we what we brought in for from the quarterback standpoint and a greater defense that we have, man. Now, is there anybody with the Rams that you're excited to see, man? Of course, I mean, I'm always interested in how they interact with you when they see you a legend, not a Hall of Famer. But are anybody uh, you excited to see? Because you're going out to practice. We know they're running around in shorts, but still. I mean, I know you want to see how Matthew Stafford – I want to. I would love to see how Matthew Stafford is spinning that rock. But how about you, man? Well, I know, Doc, if you were here, you'd go to the, the running back group first. Me, I'm going to go to the wide receivers, man. I'm going to go see – what we got from a wide receiver standpoint. And then my eyes are automatically going to gra gravitate over to Matthew Stafford and just to see how he's throwing that pill, man. Um, you know, from there, uh, Coach Sean McVay, uh, get, a, get my first opportunity to meet him and uh, just kind of, you know, you know, see what philosophy he has from a face-to-face -face standpoint. And 
just maybe get in the huddle and just hear, hear a play call or two, man. So I'm excited to see that, the Deshaun Jacksons, uh, Robert Woods, Cooper Cups, uh, Tutu Atwell. I'm, I'm excited about meeting him today and uh, just having an opportunity just to see how practice flows from this generation. And talking about this generation, man, Tutu is someone, you know, uh, like when I talked to him, he's someone, you someone he needs to speak to, man, to try to get some pointers and try to talk to you as much as possible. But not only, not only, uh, not only him, man, but the rest of that wide receiver group. But just looking at what uh, Matthew Stafford has had to say, man, during organized team activities, he's been very complimentary of his receivers group, man, which rightfully so. He, he has some legitimate weapons and he has multiple weapons. So it's kind of, it's been good to see and kind of keep up to see the chemistry that he's building with his wide receivers group, man, and him, you know, kind of getting to know how they run routes and they're cutting and them knowing when to expect the ball. And we know how much, we know how important it is for a quarterback to have those kind of relationships with his receivers, man. Oh, indeed, man. And this is, this is the time to, uh, to really start that relationship building uh, that continuity between wide receiver and quarterback. So, you just want to make sure that you're comfortable with, with each other. And um, I think, in, you know, from a wide receiver standpoint, man, I think these guys and Deshaun Jackson, he can attest to this. Man, when you have a quarterback with a very strong arm, tough, who's going to be in the pocket, looking to throw the football first, looking to and, and has the ability to extend plays, you get excited about it. So um, I think it's, it's, it's an upgrade. Let's be real, Doc, from what we had last year and just to have Matthew Stafford on board. I think it bodes well for just about everything that we do. You know, I, I still believe that we'll run, run the ball, run the team first. Uh, we run the football to open up the passing game. And just to have Matthew Stafford on board, man, a guy who can make every pass on the field, can throw it all over the field. Um, I'm excited about what we got. And I know the fans are excited as well to be able to go on the SoFi and watch the Rams practice. But not only that, we spoke, we spoke about it, man, the players, I mean – it, it raises their level of intensity, man, when you have fans in the college. You know, practice can be monotonous, man, but when you got fans out there, it raises the level of intensity and in competition because you don't want to get your ass drugged. You, you don't want to get bombed out in front of the fans. So uh, the players be excited to have the fans in the stands as well, even though it's during practice because it does make everything more fun. Indeed, man. This is, this is probably the closest thing you get to Sunday. You know, Sunday, Sunday football, Sunday night football. Um, but it's all a combination of just being prepared to play the Chicago Bears Sunday night, man, on opening night. So um, you, you, the juices will start flowing. You know, as Coach Mike Marsh used to say, you know, we finally get a chance to put the silks on and uh, go out in front of our fans and show them how hard we've been working and just where our mentality are, is as a team. And, and hopefully, you know, from, a, from a, the number one guy on the team to the 80th guy on the team, that they're all carrying – that Super Bowl mentality, championship mentality, man, and, and just dominating uh, this season. First and foremost, getting out of the West, the NFC West, and uh, having a home home field advantage throughout the playoffs, man. Those are some of the goals that the guys should be setting setting right now, man. And this is the beginning of it, Doc. I mean, it ends with this mandatory mini camp. And when you come back, when you come back as a group, man, it's on, Doc. It is on and popping, and it's time to get started. And that's what a lot of these rookies got to understand, man. Today's the last day of mandatory minicamp, but when you come back, when training camp, it's July, it really gets real. So their preparation from now until then, they're going to have to wrap that up even more because when they come back, like, as you said, it, it gets serious, man. We, we ain't playing around, but they pretty much playing around right now. But when we come back in July, it's time 
to strap it up. It's time to really, really get serious, man. And these rookies, they ain't never been on this level before, so they don't know how to expect. They don't know what to expect. So their preparation from now until they, you know, report to training camp in July, they have to know and understand that, look, man, whatever you've been doing, you need to do it 10 times or harder. Indeed. I mean, and the biggest part of it, Doc, is once camp breaks uh, from this last mini camp today or tomorrow, um, you know, you have that little window of time, man, to, to really focus in on uh, your, your mental work, everything that you do behind the scenes, man. And, you know, if you're a type of guy who likes to have a vision board or, you know, have your stats already written out, you know, it's that time to do that. So by the time you come back, man, everything's secure. And now you can just be focused on being taught the game of football or whatever those game plans are offensively, defensively, and from a special team standpoint. And those guys on the fringe, man. I mean, it's 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 all it's it's here again. I mean, you have you're gonna have guys that are on the bubble again, and uh, you're gonna be concerned about making the team. And uh, it's an interview for every team in the NFL each time you go out on the field and you're being filmed. So you got to be at be at your best, and uh, hopefully things work out for for the guys that needs to work out. But you, you got to start carving uh, a way and see who's gonna make this 53 man roster. And lastly, man, talking to Cooper Cup last week, he kept talking about this new generation. It's a new generation. We don't do this. We don't do that. But I, I want to know, how does this generation approach you, man, and show respect to legends that came before them? Because I'm old school. I don't care who you are. I don't care how big you are, man. Look, man, I'm older than you. So it, it to me, it's a certain level of respect, even when it's guys that are older than me. I show them respect, whether they were starters, whether they were stars, or whatever they were. You know, I show respect. But, you know, how, how do these generation of players when they see a Isaac Bruce, they say Cooper Cup or Robert Woods, you know what I'm saying? Cause to me, I would think they'd be like, what's up, what's up? Really, what's up, Mr. Bruce? Cause you know what I'm saying? But how, you know, how do they interact with you when they see you, man? Well, we'll see. I haven't been around this group of guys, but I can, you know, from my experience, when, you know, when the, when the Jack Snows would show up, when uh, the Tom Max would show up, when the, when the Jackie Slaters would show up at a practice, man, they got my full respect, man, because I respect, you know, from a standpoint that they played in this league and not only that, they they are guys that they dominated in this league. When I when I run back into a Flipper Anderson or or Henry Ellert, uh, these are guys that you know when I was playing, I wanted to pick their brains, man, and uh, have an opportunity uh, to ask those questions. Uh, you know, let's say my position coach didn't play the game, but you know when Henry Ellert shows up or when uh, Flipper Anderson shows up on the field. I can pick their brain and ask them certain questions that I can, I know I can get answers to that I can add and better my game from that standpoint. But, but just from a general, you know, uh, brotherhood or fraternity or guys who played in the league, it's all about respect, man. I, I you know, I, I respect the, the, the ability that those guys, when they played and how they played, if they had something significant or, or an iconic play that they, they, they were a part of when they played for the Rams, Flipper Anderson, with the walk-off in, uh, in, in the Meadowlands back in 1989. I want to hear his part of that story. So um, we'll see what happens, man. And, and like I say, I always live with respect. And, and uh, you know, it's about respecting the game and the game itself and the guys that came before you. Y'all hear that young school? Trying to call us old school. I am old school. You hear that young school? So respect, man. But anyway, I'm, I'm glad you're out there, man. I'm pretty sure the Rams are glad you're out there. And I'm pretty sure a lot of Los Angeles Rams fans are happy to see you, man. So 
Anything you want to add, man, before we get out of it? Hey, man, and when you, hey, holler at, you, holler at me, man, about that Bruce Land, man. I'm, I'm real interested to see how that goes as well. Man. <laughs> I know you got some money, but you can't never have enough. Hey, man, it, hey, it's the first of many acquisitions, man. When you're, when you're acquisition-minded, Doc, it, it's funny how God, he, he'll make ways and make opportunities for you to step right in there and take what he's already provided for you. So I'm, I'm acquisition-minded, Doc. So I'm, I'm expecting miracles and things like this to happen continuously, but not only for me, but for my people. All praises to the most. Anything else you want to add before we get out here, brother? That's it, man. That's all I got, Doc. Take the land, bro. Take the land and give it up or it's going to get taken. All praises to the most high. That's going to do it for another edition of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. Until next week, we out. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.